listeners and welcome to another edition of Testify here on Eden FM, your voice in paradise. I'm Ingrid Carly Moses and I thank you for taking the time to join us this evening. So whether you are listening now live on Eden FM or sometime in the future via podcast, I'd like you to just know that God has got an appointment with you tonight. Uh, as you know, this program is, um, is is set in a way that we invite guests to share their testimonies of what God has done in their lives. And uh, it's to glorify Him. And hopefully that through their testimony, you will be inspired, you will be encouraged. And if you don't know Jesus yet, that you may get to know Him because of what He has done in someone else's life. So welcome, dear listeners, and uh, please, if you would like to uh, connect with us, be reminded to contact us on our Facebook page, Testify Ministry, or via Instagram. And uh, this is also an open invitation for anyone that feels compelled in their spirit to be able to share their story. Uh, leave me a message there in the comments, uh, reach out to me, Ingrid Carly Moses, or you can contact me as well on my mobile number, 082-351-3239. And so we start this evening's program, and I will open up in prayer. Father God, we thank you so much, Lord, for the opportunity to have this appointment with you at this very moment. Thank you, Lord, for the guest, Lord, that has prepared himself to share his story, Lord. Be with him, Lord. Be his spirit, be his words, Lord. Be in his heart and in his mind so that whatever is shared, Lord, comes from you and is directed, Lord, at those that need to know it. Thank you also for the listeners that uh, listen to this program regularly, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Bless their homes. Bless their family. Bless their intentions, Father God. And thank you for this radio station as well that creates this platform for us to let others know about the wonderful saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And so this evening, I would like to introduce you to a colleague of mine, someone that I've gotten to know in this past year working at the Message Trust in Cape Town, South Africa. He is a gospel artist who does music in the form of rap, um, spoken word, um, song. He's part of the Higher Collective as well as the group Kinetic Ivy. And he is 
Jabalani Majula. Good evening, Jabalani. Good evening, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for making the time to be here this evening. Well, thank you so much for having me. Hey, awesome. So, Jabalani, I gave a little bit of a background of what you do, but before we get to what you do, tell the listeners who you are, a little bit about your background, where are you from, what is your family structure, whatever you'd like to share about yourself. Awesome. Um, so my name is Jabulani. Uh, I'm from a small town in KZN called Greytown. Um, for those that don't know where KZN is, it's definitely not in the Eastern Cape. I've had a lot of, <laughs> I've had a lot of people, no, um, Greytown rather. I've had a lot of people um, uh, confuse Greytown to Grayton. I think there's a town in Eastern Cape called Grayton. So whenever I say I'm from Greytown, people are like, oh, Eastern Cape. And I'm like, no. Um, it's on the other side of the world, uh, KZN. So yeah, um, I grew up in a, a Christian home, uh, a children's home. Um, I was adopted at the age of um, uh, four months. My mother disappeared after uh, three days after my birth. Um, and yeah, like I grew up with so with a, with a lot of questions, and um, I got saved at a very young age. And from that point on, I started learning to see God as my father. I think we hear a lot about. God being our father and God being closer to the brokenhearted and God being for the widows and the orphans. But I think for me, making that decision myself to actually follow Jesus, that's when I actually started learning for myself what it meant to be fathered by him. So yeah, yeah. that's a little bit. Fantastic. So Javanani, you say you grew up in a Christian home and I yeah. think that the um, preconception or misconception is that automatically you were Christian. Yeah. Um, you said you had to work through a few things. Share mm. that with us. What does I that think, mean? Um, I, I like how you said um, that I think the preconception is that, oh, since I'm from a Christian home, um, I'm a Christian. I think it's it's it, the preconception is stronger even for the person who actually is actually raised there mm -hmm. than it is for people outside. Because our people outside will probably call your foster kid or the Christian kid or whatever. But like you also believe it yourself because when you go to Sunday school, you do everything that the Bible says because it's some it's it's values for you but i think for me like um how it actually happened is it was that I'm, i was always always a very curious person just in terms of like many things and um my parents were very passionately christian you know what i mean very passionate about god's word um, but also not just god's word very passionate about having a relationship with god and i think i could see it evident in their lives and obviously me having so many questions about where i come from who i am uh, I'm pretty sure that for some people that actually probably go through this that are listening now would relate to how it feels to actually be questioning things. Some people actually do have parents, like both parents, but they're still questioning maybe about the purpose of life and all of those things. We all have questions. And I think for me, like having seen the passion that my parents had and why I was adopted, because there's a whole other story of why I was adopted, where they felt when they walked in this room, they felt like this is the, the yes. guy that should be adopted. You know what I mean? Like they felt God saying, "This is the." Watch your beautiful you know smile I mean? and your bright eyes. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they say. I wasn't smiling the other day though because I was very small. It didn't matter smile was. But I think like it, it's a. It, I mean that only that not only that was it a, that was a powerful story, but I think because I was curious, but because I was also asking just like serious questions about my life. I think when I gave my life to Jesus, it was actually to see, like, okay, what, what is this walk like for me, like, when I start owning it? And I think we really actually get to own our faith when we do ask these questions, because then God actually answers. The Bible says, um, knock at the door, be open, 
um, asking you receive. You know what I mean? So I think I, I think God made us to long for um, to long for Him in that way in the questions that we ask in the things that we think about. And so when I started asking those questions and I started like really connecting with God, I actually started getting to know him personally, like in a, in a level that I only, like that is unique to me um, than it would be for like someone else who probably doesn't share my story. Fantastic. And I, I thank you for putting that in such a way, Jabulani, that it is the truth. It's the truth that we all have to discover Jesus mm -hmm. as an individual, yeah. regardless of being raised in a Christian home. Yeah. Um, and the importance of that journey too, because it does give you clarity on a whole host of things. And that's just what I heard you say. Mm -hmm. So in terms of you then um, discovering Jesus and having these questions in your life, um, what did you discover about your life and about yourself? Um, I think one of the main things that I discovered was that everything is everything is planned. I think I think the type of person that I am, I'm not very good at planning. <laughs> but, but I really like the way in which I've lived my life. I mean, even before I, I met Jesus, which was very younger, um, I think like I've seen God's hand in everything, like how everything is connected. Mm -hmm. And I think like it's also, it's not just this thing of like, oh, everything is so connected, it falls into each other. But no, everything is meticulously connected. You know that scripture where God says, it's Jeremiah, I think it's is it Jeremiah, uh, where, where he tells Jeremiah, yes, yes. Um, you were knit in your mother's womb. It's not only that, but like even this plan, there's such a, an intention about every single detail of it. Yes. Um, I think it's, it was that. And then, Psalm 159, sorry, actually. Oh, Psalm yeah. 159. <laughs> Yes. So, like, so at the at the like when I got out of school and I saw like one of my one of my files when you adopted obviously the social welfare has like these files that have all your details of who you are where you come from and mm -hmm. and, and 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 your case file because obviously like the fact that you've been adopted like abandoned you know those things there's a lot of um, things that connect to that and I think for me like it was reading some parts of it and where I actually realized you were like God's hand and literally like reading something very unique, something of mastery because that's what it is, you know, like I think for me that was one of the discoveries that I found in God and I, and I, and I learned that um, even me actually having gotten in a relationship with him was also part of the plan, you know what I mean? There is a it's almost as if like this is going to happen and this is going to push this way and this is going to happen this way this way and that way it's, but also in that plan there's grace as well because mm -hmm. i think god probably has something okay this is what's going to happen and then we go totally on the other way but his grace and his mercy still stretches on that other side and says okay this plan actually stretches to this point you know so i don't know like it's just i just you know, i've just discovered that there's always been a plan and, and it's just amazing like as a the type of person that I am and where I've been able to see myself in different point, points of my life, going from place to place, yes. still seeing that and going through, you know what I'm saying? Um, and yeah. Fantastic. At this point, we're going to go to a song, dear listeners. And uh, this song is by Kinetic IV, which is one of the, uh, which is a group that Jabulani is part of. And we're going to, um, later on in the program, we're going to speak about the work that Jabulani does in terms of being a musician uh, and a poet. So this song is called More Than This by Kinetic IV.
listeners you're listening to testify on eden fm your host in paradise i'm ingrid carly moses and my guest this evening is jabulani majula and we heard uh before that song about jabulani's life about him being adopted into a christian family uh he himself though having to discover a relationship with the Lord and how he realized that God has a plan for him, that there has always been a plan, regardless of his life's circumstances. So Jabulani, in terms of your testifying that you realize this about God and how mighty and how sovereign he is over your life, um, you have discovered certain talents along the way. Was this always a God-given talent? Did you, did you, how did you, if not, how did you discover it? And where has it led you? Um, um, it was definitely a God-given talent. So from a very, very young age, 
uh, Yang doesn't even describe how Yang knows. Baby Yang. No, the minute I could start seeing, um, from a very young age, I was always passionate about music. I was always very just like, um, I don't know, even my personality. I feel like my personality is a talent. Uh, because it's different, it's weird, probably, for some people. It's out there, you know, like, I think I've always been, like, very into music. I've always known that. But I think um, what is what is powerful about it is the fact that, I mean, uh, I was um, at church at a very young age, and I've, I've gotten used to using my gifts for God. And I think, like, the type of affirmations that I get around that time as well were like, yo, this... This is God's gift for your life, you know. And I think from a very young age, already I was um I was bound to share it with people in that way specifically. And I think um when I look at my life from a young age of being so passionate about music till this point, it's literally been that. It's not even just this thing of like having like felt forced to make Christian music or to do mission work through music, but it's just something where I've realizing yo this is a gift from god and a gift from god is given back to god you know what i'm saying right. and god places it in that way and i think I, I, when i look at how you've expanded my territory it's given me so many opportunities to not only in south africa but like around the world be able to actually minister to people mm -hmm. using this very thing that i'm so passionate about mm -hmm. uh, um, um to using it as a platform to actually share with people i think yeah that's it's been a massive um, a massive privilege and an honor. Fantastic. And um, I know you've got quite a few songs on your own and you have with Kinetic Ivy and with the Higher Collective as well. You write, I mean, I've seen you, I've witnessed you write as you're sitting with the team here and you guys are putting verse together. So but does it come naturally to you? Um, I wouldn't say it comes, it comes naturally. I wish it came naturally. <laughs> Honestly, uh, it, now it probably does come naturally. It's, it's, it's a practice that I, that I had to do over the years. I remember when I was, I knew I was very passionate about it. And that was about when I was 11, when I was about 10, and I was trying to write. I feel like I tried to write from the age of 10 until the age of 23, mm -hmm. where I was really like always trying to work hard. And I had people, God, like put so, so many people in my life that told me the truth um, about writing. And then, you know what I mean? People that affirmed me and saw something, you know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, um, the organization called Message Trust, uh, I got an, an amazing opportunity when I was about 19 mm -hmm. to go to the UK and actually expand that skill. You know, like, like I, I see God's favor in my life on how he has grown me to actually get to this point mm -hmm. where I sort of like know how to write. And now it's something that probably comes as a talent, but like, I think it, it's, fervently trying to, to always better myself. And I think obviously God has given me the ability um, to, to make it sort of come out almost like... Yeah, like naturally. Yeah. <laughs> At this stage. Mm -hmm. Where do you find your inspiration for your songs? Um, so my inspiration is comes in many different ways. Um, I think most of my songs are Things that I think about in general. Um, sometimes I write songs that where I realize, oh, this is what I've been thinking about in these last weeks. But I think my inspiration, most of all, it comes from God. Um, I I always have conversations with Him in terms of creativity and stuff like that. And sometimes, obviously, I feel like I'm talking to myself, but like it's always like, hey, God, I want to be able to write this one day and all of those things. I think like um, what I've learned um, 
over the years. Maybe this is why I'm only finding it easy to write now. Yeah. It's because what I've learned is that in this in the process of creativity, the more, the less you become, the more you're able to actually like put it out there. You know what I'm saying? I think um, I mean it's it's difficult as well. You know what I mean? Like the less I make it about myself. So so I think that that whole truth it comes from like intention. What do you want to get out of it? And I think like every single day I'm learning to humble myself and come in and, and come into the Lord's presence with the willing heart. That is just, you know what I'm saying? And then as I write, it's also a conversation where I'm like, hey Lord, like I really, you know the desire of my heart. Yeah. I really don't want this to be a bad thing. Please help me. You know what I mean? It, I think it's 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 understanding that even though I have the skill to make it happen and stuff like that. I still can't do it without without God. It's a it's a whole different um it's a whole different perspective yes. of surrender yeah. because I think you you have faith mm -hmm. with something that you know you can do, but you also decide to allow God to still do it. Yeah. Think, you know what I mean? It's a, I think it's a very beautiful thing. That, and that's so beautifully stated. Uh, a different perspective of surrender. Yeah. It's surrendering your talents. It's surrendering who you are. Yeah. It's surrendering your will and what God wants of you. Yeah. Um, just this past week, of, uh, I was, um, you know, reflecting. Actually, back in last week's program, um, the end of my prayer was, "Lord, empty me of me and fill yeah. me with more of you." Yeah. And it's exactly that: emptying, emptying yourself and allowing God through the intercession of the Holy Spirit guide mm. you in those in those those words. Um, and I think that that's what's so key about the, the songs. And we're going to listen to another one now, dear listeners. And this one is another kinetic ivory song uh, that Jack Larney was part of. And it's called All the Way. What are you waiting for? You just been waiting for open door. Just been waiting with open doors. I have faith and I fear sometimes. I'm a human, I have struggles, I have tears sometimes. Need the rain, but I want sunshine. I'm a dreamer, but I wake to these voices in my ears sometimes. I don't want to dream sometimes. There's so many things I don't want to be sometimes. I just want to free my mind. I just want the peace of mind. Living to the fullest, I got none to lose. None to lose. Shaking up this limits, man, I got to move, got to move Living to the fullest, I got none to lose, none to lose Shaking up this limits, man, I got to move, got to move Going all the way Composure keeps moving till his dreams are closer. So, no matter what you have to move, there's passion, and that's just the attitude. I have faith and I fear sometimes. I'm a human, I have struggles, I have tears sometimes. Need the rain, but I want sunshine. I'm a dreamer, but I wake to these voices in my ears sometimes. I don't want to dream sometimes. There's so many things I don't want to be sometimes. I just want to free my mind. 
I just want the peace of mind. Living to the fullest like a none to lose, none to lose. Shaking off these limits, man, I got to move, got to move. Living to the fullest like a none to lose, none to lose. Shaking off these limits, man, I got to move, got to move. Going all the way. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, you're listening to Testify on Eden FM, Your Voice in Paradise. I'm Ingrid Kali Moses, and with me is Jabulani Majula. Jabulani is a gospel artist in the form of song, poetry, verse, spoken word, um, and we've listened to two of his songs already now in the program, where he was part of the group Kinetic Ivy. He is part of the group Kinetic Ivy, and he does uh, productions on his own as a solo artist, as well as with Higher Collective, which is a group of gospel artists that is within the, the I would say, the umbrella of the message trust. Yes. Yeah, comes together um, in that perspective. So we've been talking about his background, about what inspires him when he writes songs. So in this segment, I want to talk to you about some of the songs you've written. Mm -hmm. um, one or two, and just uh, besides the last one that we're going to do, we're going to yeah, do yeah. the last segment. But some of these songs, when you're writing with others, um, and just what kind of themes God has planted in your heart to write about? So, so with with others or the people that we set, that, that I work with, um, which is we, which are part of um, the High Collective. The whole point of the High Collective is we want to raise culture shifting disciples. So we basically go into schools, we go into communities, we go to prisons, um, and we use music as a platform to share the gospel with young people. But we would like you know, for young people that are already saved in these schools in these different parts of the communities. Um, to be empowered to also share the gospel and continue to cultivate culture-shifting disciples. Mm -hmm. And so our music automatically gears towards that. We want to make sure that we are putting out work and 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 and, and, and the message that actually relates with them as young people. Mm -hmm. I think that's why we do we still do music and the types of genres that we are tapping into or that we are touching. We are wanting young people, no matter 
what circumstances that they find themselves in, we want them to rise high above that circumstance, but also not only just rise above that circumstance, but to also help others to rise above that circumstance. You know what I'm saying? Because we were also once part of the darkness. We were also once part of the, 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 the rather terrible circumstances. It might not, not be physical. It might have not been um, um, location-based. It might have been spiritual. But then we have found the light, which is Jesus, and we wanted to impart that into other young people. And then through that, we are hoping that they go back into the community, they go back into their schools, they go back into their friend groups, and they do the same thing. We want this thing to be a multiplication. It's not just, so I think that our themes of music are not necessarily, it's not like a one hit, yeah. one that kind yes. of like, or yes. a one hit. Well, they're all the same, or that all yes. we want Yes, we want them to be, to, to be something that, like, it's like a telephone wire. Like, yes. what is, they want the game phone? <laughs> like the domino effect. Like, yes, yes. Where, like, we want the music to be impactful from the one generation to the next generation to the next generation. It's something that is shareable. So we really touch on themes that uh, uh, that we find ourselves in the world or a society like struggling with. We try to tap into like everything that we feel like and people are going through that we go through as well. We share our stories. I think stories are very important. Absolutely. Um, so we use our stories, we use um, different themes that we see um, play out in society and we wanting to we wanting to encourage young people to rise above those things. And it's only through Jesus they can rise above those mm -hmm. things. So that's what they want. Absolutely. What a heart for discipleship. What a heart for changing um, you know, the circumstances of others through song and um, having them and leading them to have an encounter with the Lord. So Jamalani, um, in terms of this work that you do, um, are you fully an artist? Is there any uh, a music artist? Is there other areas of interest or other things that you do that, um, that makes up who Jamalani is? There's quite a lot. <laughs> so so I am fully I am fully an artist, um, a writer. I write a lot of different things. I also go by different names. Of, I, go, I go by a different name. Let me say by different. I'm not say by different names just yet. Um, at the moment, I know that there's another another genre that I'm writing. Um, very indie, folkish vibes. Um, a bit of electronic here and there. I I use my vocal most of most of the most of that. Um, I write stories as well. I write poetry, like a lot of poetry. Um, but yeah, I'm more I'm more excited for the for the indie stuff that I've been working on for like a, the last couple of years. And it's different when I say indie, it's just like it just means independent. And so it, it sounds like different. Most of it is deep field, experimental type of music. Some of it is orchestral. You know, like it's a lot of like different things that are that I write that I'm very privileged to be able to do actually yes. as as an artist. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's writing songs yes. and poetry. I know yes. you do as well. As well as stories, like and short fables. But then I used to, I, I write them through rap in the form of rap, and then I've recently been speaking to different editors that want to like change them and make them like yeah. readable stories. It'll be very difficult to read a rap because <laughs> <laughs> everything rhymes, and yeah. then it's like yeah, I feel, I feel like I'm losing interest. Yes. But absolutely discovering all um, aspects and elements of who you are. Fantastic. Um, we're going to go to a song now of um, the higher connector. Mm -hmm. And this one, and please uh, um, help me if I don't get that right. Hina. Hina. No, no, no. You see, I can't make a talk. So, okay. You say it beautifully. 
Say the word. Lina. Okay. What yeah. is it about? It, it basically means, I mean, Lina is uh, be strong. Um, so yeah, I think what we, the reason why we wrote this, I mean, we 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 relate to the struggle that our young people face, whether you're from the township, whether you're from the suburbs. Um, anyway, like everybody does go through struggle. And as a young person, I think that we, we struggle a lot. Personally for me, I, I, I used to find myself struggling a lot with identity and not just because of my background, mm -hmm. but I think because of the people that we are surrounded by as well. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we are surrounded by friends that are not good for us. Sometimes we are surrounded by friends that we feel like we have to impress or we stand and we feel like we always have to rise above or to be on the, on the same level with. So we find ourselves saying things and doing things just to please people. And I think this is like basically knowing who you are and being strong in that. Yeah. So that's basically what we Lovely. So dear listeners, here's the song. Lina. Bahaya Collective. <laughs> I'm a No man has a boomy. I'm a
savuni No manga savuni Welcome back. You, you are listening to Testify on Eden FM. Oh, what a fantastic conversation I'm having here this evening with Jabulani Majola in terms of his life story. Um, he's just absolutely fabulous gift and thank the Lord for that talent and how he's using that talent through music, poetry, verse, rap, and so forth. And I've left this, this part of the conversation to uh, this part of the program because the one song that I know Jabulani that I was that first of all the one song that I was introduced to um, in getting to know you was I speak and it is the one that stole for me just when you when you perform it just all the time I get goosebumps and I think this is probably the song that you are known that people you yeah. know end up just that is the connection to you share with us the story about the song i speak how did it come about how do you yes how did it come about um yo i speak came during quarantine funny enough during COVID 2020 i actually released it in 2020 and it was one of those songs the way i was like i really when i released it i had kind of like oh yeah i just wanted song to be out but i remember when it when it came about i had already had, already had a verse years back yes. before like, and then like the chorus came during like quarantine in quarantine I was always like putting out a lot of music I was trying to put out as much as I could um like really it was a very good time to be creative um and I remember praying um about the song specifically like I don't know I just felt like after having put out a lot of things, uh, the, the, it's a year where I went viral for some things and all of those things, and I really wanted to put that thing on, on put my nail my colors to the mask. You know what I'm saying? In a sense that I was viral in the in the in like in the secular scene. Yes. Sorry, lack of a better phrase. Like in the secular scene, or like everybody just knew of me. Okay, you just I can rap nicely and all of those mm -hmm. things. And I sort of wanted to say, yo, but. Yeah, I can do all of those things, but this is why I speak. I really believe that people, we need to know why we do what we do. You know what I'm saying? I think like there's a lot of intention. Remember when I was talking about um, the plan, there's a meticulous hand, like a hand meticulously weaving everything together. It's not like things are not happening by chance, there's an intention. So for me, like I speak, it's about intention. I've, we've heard so many things i feel like i've written so many things and i don't even know why i'm doing it i just do it yes. because, and there's not really much intention yes. and i feel like you can hear some of it you know like you know like there's something about planting seed yes that you have to be intentional mm -hmm. the bible speaks about seeds that just fall into the wayside yes, and there's nothing that and it so me, yes. me, that's what i was praying for i was like yo lord i really want to make this song like yeah a cool rap song like that is like intense lyrically and stuff. but i also want to be very intentional about what i do because i really i want to see things happen yes. through through words and you know how powerful words so, speak life or death exactly yeah so so like for me like it's like as artists yes we are gifted, gifted. This, is a, this is a powerful thing to be able to 
do such things, but there's also a choice that God gives us. But aren't you going to use it to bring life in? And and the thing is about bringing life, it's the fact that it's not that you're bringing life to life. If you're bringing life, it means that you're bringing life in desolate places, in places where it's dead, in places where in reality we all see that I thought this thing is going down. Yeah. There's not there's no excuse me saying that this can't happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So for me, that is why I speak happened. And I dropped it in 2020. And I didn't really think much of it until I mean, but like like as time went on, it started it started catching on in a way that I didn't expect. You know, now, now I feel then and then there was a time of my life where I started feeling like already yes. But then as I started performing it. The more I started really believing in it, yeah. even more, you know what I mean? Like that flame that I had in 2020 when I released it mm -hmm. sort of came back because now I'm like, yo, actually, I'm living my dream. This is literally <laughs> what I dream about to be able to, to speak, to say something that matters. I really like I'm very, I'm very old, I'm very um pedantic about that. Saying something that matters. I, in this world, like there's so many noises and voices. That are saying anything in all of those things, yeah. and I'm like, yo, we, we have to be intentional about our words. Absolutely. That's why I write, like using our words to make an impact. Yes. So that's what I speak in. That is such a way of a beautiful way of putting it, having to be intentional about what we say or what we speak about. Mm. Um, and, and and as we're saying, words speak life or death. And yeah. so uh, I mean I know definitely in that in that song the words um you, I just had it now. I uh, wanted to speak. Um, it's like we, 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 things where there's no hope. Yeah. Speaking into that, speaking to family matters, mm. speaking into addictions, yeah. speaking into into minds that are held captive by the wrong things. And I mean, yeah. just the way um, it's put together in the lyric and the way it's phrased, Jabulani, I promise you, every time I hear them, I'm sure. You know, that is such a truth that's behind that. And we should all have the purity of that intention when we speak to others and speak into other people's lives. And I think that that sounds such a beautiful reminder um, of that. Um, we're going to close off with that song, dear listeners. So that's why I've left it to this point because I wanted you to be so intrigued that you actually hang on to want to listen to it. But before we go there, um, just... Hopes that you have, hopes that you have with, with sharing your story or hopes for your community. Let's 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 speak about hope at this point. Mm. As in hopes, as in like aspirations or yeah, yeah, you want to go. Yeah, yeah I think I mean everything kind of i mean I speak kind of defines the, the dream that I have. Um I think I, I would love to definitely like my the work that I do or the, the reason why I do what I do is is to is because there's so many other people out there that that need to have a voice that don't believe that they have a voice. I think like that that's one thing that we are lied to all the time. You know what I mean? That 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 feeling that we need something, we need someone, we need um, 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 a certain way of thinking to actually be able to tell our stories. I think like something like that is very powerful is story because story is is personal you know what i mean i think if i tell you my story then you get to know me on a deeper level as opposed to me sharing something that you already know you know and i think for me I, it's to use my story to 
encourage other people that they also have stories to share. But more than that, it's to use my story to just show people like with how far God has taken me. You know, like if you don't mind me sharing, um, when I was younger, like as in like when I was born, I had a disease called neurological deficit. So at this point, I don't know how acute or how intense that disease is, but like I know that my motor skills were not working, my spine was not in in great shape. Um, uh, my head was dripping all over the place. I did, I just couldn't do like like so many things, and I wasn't supposed to be able to remember, memorize things or remember things or you know what I mean. I wasn't supposed to know to know how to play yeah. sports in the level that I that yeah. I played it. But like those are the that's a miracle in itself. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so many things that are spoken about people that oh because of your circumstance, because you are sick, because of this. You yep. will not be yep. able to do X, Y, and yep. Z. And for me, like I've been a living testimony, and something that happens to me every time. Like it's not only when I was born being sick, but like so many other things that have happened in my life where it's easy to write me off. But like, okay, yeah. because of this, I don't think you'll be able to make it out. But God's plan, saying no, this is what I want for you. Yeah. So it's to tell people like, hey, God did it with me, and trust me, I'm not, I'm not. Precious, I'm not playing, you know what I mean? I'm no prize, I'm no prize. He can do it for you, you know what I'm saying? But it's about you surrendering that and believing in because there's something, faith is something else, you know what I'm saying? It's not just like, I don't know, like faith requires a lot of a lot from you, you know. So I think like if people can believe that if God did it with me, um, and it's not just the music, not the cool stuff, the lyrics and the style and all of that. If you can avail yourself, God can use you. And God wants to use you in that. You know what I'm saying? He's choosing to want to use you because I mean he's God. He can do it himself, but like he yeah. chooses us every time. And if you can just yield a bit to yeah. his will, yeah. you will definitely use it. So I think like that's what I really, I really want to encourage people with. Like you are at written or yes, that's the reality. But God. But God. Oh, so beautiful. But God. Thank you so much, John. Thank you so much. I'm feeling so inspired yet again, you know, <laughs> yet again. Um, and, and definitely every time you are performing or um, you're sharing a word or we have conversations mm -hmm. like this. Uh, and, and, I, and I'm just saying also to you, thank yeah. you for being open to what God does in your life. Mm -hmm. You know, we can all just say, yes, I know that's what God wants to do, but you shelter away. You don't, mm -hmm. like you say, pull in surrender. Mm -hmm. And I thank you for doing that on a daily basis and allowing God to use mm -hmm. you as his vessel. Because definitely it's about, it's, it's saving lives. That line in your song that also says you want to heal broken homes. Mm. You know, you, um, um, it's just bringing that hope back into the wasteland and, and allowing others uh, to see the glory of God. Mm. So thank you so much for that. Thank you so much. So Chagulani, where can people access your, your music or your written words, spoken word? Where can they access? Um, so my music is in, on all digital platforms. If you search Javari Majola on Spotify and Apple Music, you will find one song. Um, but um, you can find you will find different songs in different places. So, um, but check out check out Higher Collective. There's songs that I'm involved in um, that are there on all digital platforms. And then um, Kennedy Kaidi obviously. Um, um, and then. You will find some of the songs that I'm involved in. I also have a YouTube channel, Jabulani Majola. And then uh, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, 
I don't want to mention Twitter because I don't use Twitter. <laughs> no, I no. have it, but I don't use it. So Instagram, Facebook, um, you will find my my handle. I'd like to have to And YouTube. And I think and YouTube, YouTube is probably, yes. If you're searching there, it will link up to the songs that you've done yes. on your own and those yes. which you've collaborated with, with Kinetic Ivy and Kinetic. Yes. Thank you so much. Jervan I'd like to ask you to close with the program in place. Yes. Yes, thank you. Listeners, thank you so much also for joining in. Um, and I just want to say, uh, as you listen to the song as well, uh, that we're going to close off the program with. It's called I Speak by Jabulani. Um, yes, just just absorb it and take it in and know that it is for you as well as meant to be used through you. Mm -hmm. So with that, I ask Jabulani to close off in prayer. Um, dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for this amazing evening, Lord. We want to thank you for each and every single listener that is um, tuned in right now, Lord. I want to pray, Father God, that not only will you remind us that you have a purpose for us, Lord, but Lord, may you make us understand that everything is working according to your will, Lord, Father. We want to thank you, Lord, that you place desires in our hearts, and as long as we rejoice in you, you will give us those desires. And I really want to pray, Lord, Father, that you're going to help us understand um, surrender, Lord, Father God, and may you help us to have enough faith, Father God, just surrender wholeheartedly, Lord. Now, thank you, Father God, that, yeah, you 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 played, you, you made a way for us, Father God, to connect with you, and it's through Jesus. And I really want to pray for a generous single person that has been asking questions, that's been wondering, and has been curious, Father God, and wondering what this relationship with you looks like and feels like. I want to pray, Father, that you're going to empower them with the Holy Spirit, Father God, to take that leap of faith, Father God. And just jump into your arms, Lord God. And I really want to pray that yeah, you're going to just continue to to move us more toward you, Father God, and and the way you do things. So we want to thank you, Lord, that you've always had a plan for our lives, Lord Father God. It doesn't start today. You've always been working things together, Lord. And I really want to just pray that yeah, you're going to just help us to fully understand you, Father God, and understand Father God the plans that you have for us. In Jesus' name, thank you. Amen. Thank you so much, Jabulani, and thank you, dear listeners, for tuning in. And God bless until we meet again next week. We play out with I Speak by Jabulani Majula. Passionate disciples, yo, undeniable righteous flows. Baptize you all with that street. Back from the vinyl store, capture an image of attractive literature, fracture miniature, amateurs damaging the rhythm, distracting our listeners. 14 when I had this vision of impacting millions, activists, prisoners to shatter all rap diminution. Reasons why lyric approached me, told me to be purely about riches and jewelry, but I just wanted to give my story. So I wrote about my aerial code with people who have the same skin color as mine, had fear for my folks. That's when the stereo appeared and showed me the spiritual core of rhythm. So I find peace when you're sharing my flows. And with these metaphors, I'm a predator to competitors. Take the wealth and spread it to the poor. That's how I settle scores. Block your boombox with just a mic check. I sketch vivid images with these lyrics. I'll digest MCs. Truth, man, stay tuned to this boom bap. Yo, yo, 
Joe. When I speak, I want my words to heal a broken home. When I speak, I want to raise a nation with my poems. I speak in order to put a smile on a face. And when I speak, I want my words to cure suicide. When I speak, I want my words to heal a broken home. When I speak, I want to raise a nation with my poems. I speak in order to put a smile on a face. And when I speak, I want my words to cure suicide. I speak to all situations. I speak hope in broken places in order to breathe a force that can change and speak love even to those that hate me. I speak patience through the trials and tribulations my people are always facing i don't speak just to be making a statement neither do i speak so that my words hopefully end on a radio playlist this is motivation plan 40 shows on 40 stages give me 40 minutes set and i'll speak 40 pages speak for those who waking up is equal to boarding a slave ship pray for some pocket change they can't afford a payslip i speak to a bottle forms of segregation like sam zima my speech captures scenes that can change the course of a nation speak god who told the white couple to adopt a black orphan and raise him towards pens and let him learn to pour thoughts on the pages show support and watch him grow performing on stages till he's confident enough to spit his flow for his favorites and amaze them I speak for a generation like Corsi Johnson. He touched the world before the heavens claimed him. I speak for miners who turn to fossils. They seek never make it back to the surface. While their bosses at home celebrating. When I speak, I want all the attention you can pay me. Cause I speak beyond cipher sessions and entertainment. I speak in valleys of dry bones. I raise them. I speak lies you can't keep it under a border locked in the basement. When I speak, I want my words to heal a broken home. When I speak, I want to raise a nation with my poems. I speak in order to put a smile on a face. And when I speak, I I want my words to cure suicide when I speak. I want my words to heal a broken home when I speak. I want to raise a nation with my poems. I speak in order to put a smile on a face. And when I speak, I want my words to cure suicide. Now you speak.
Thank you. 